Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another edition of the State of Recruiting's Open Mic. I'm Mike Roach of Orange 24-7, and each week I'll be sitting down with a friend or colleague in the industry uh, to talk over how they got to where they are and, and some some general football subjects as far as who's the best players you've seen and what are some of the best games you've seen. Uh, this week, uh, my, my guest is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, Greg, uh, like me, grew up in the Metroplex. Um, and then, uh, you know, he's basically the voice of, of high school football each and every year in the state of Texas. So uh, we're definitely going to get into talking some high school football, uh, talk a little bit about Greg's path and and um, talk about the, the magazine itself, which which influenced so many like myself. So uh, without further ado, let's get on to Greg Tepper. My next guest is unofficially the curator of Texas high school football each season. Officially, he's the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the studio host of Fox Sports Southwest's Emmy Award winning high school scoreboard live and fox uh, football friday hosts of podcasts like texas football today and tep and step in the newly created dave campbell's virtual happy hour uh, husband of tep wife father of hank and a friend of mine it is the great greg tepper greg thanks for joining me today roach i i appreciate you slumming it with uh with the likes of me <laughs> this this is a podcast that has big name guests and also me uh come on man this is uh i think for every kid like so uh, so you and I grew up uh, fairly similar. I think we're of the same age or near. I was class of 03. You were? 04. 04. So, okay. You grew up in Coppell. I grew up in South Irving. So you, you're probably 15 minutes north of me. If you're like me, any kid kind of grew up like loving and, and reading Dave Campbell's. Um, that's kind of what I guess I wanted to get into asking you was when you were, were growing up, was this your ultimate end goal to one day uh, to be the managing editor of Dave Campbell's? You know, it, it, it was and it wasn't. I think that a lot of my, my goal was I knew, I knew from a young age that I wanted to do journalism. I knew from, from basically high school that I wanted to do something in journalism. Uh, and I definitely wanted to work in sports. That's, that's undoubtedly what I wanted to do. Um, and then what happened was, um, the, the way I think anybody who works for newspapers before um, that understands that, especially in the sports department, where you start is the prep speed. Where you start is, is high school football. Uh, and, and high school sports. And so, uh, especially with, uh, I had, you know, internship in, at the Tulsa World, and then I had an internship with the Dallas Morning News, and at the Dallas Morning News was really where I got to sink my teeth in high school football. And, you know, I had played, played is a generous term, they gave me a jersey. Um, I, I was involved in, in high school football, and I always, uh, I always appreciated it and, 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 and liked it a lot. And then when I got to cover it, it just kind of opened up a whole new world to me. And it was something that like immediately clicked like, oh, oh, I would love to do this um, full time for a living and not do anything else besides high school football. And, you know, luckily a position came open at Dave Campbell's Texas football 
uh, back in 2011. I got to take it, and and since then I've I've uh, become the managing editor, and it's it's been a thrill. It's 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 truly, um, you know, I get emails all the time from people saying like, "Man, you have my dream job," and I'm like, "Yeah, me too." Like, it's it's we 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 have the same dream job. I'm just lucky enough to have it. It's just it's 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 such a thrill uh, to be able to do this. So I'm sitting here with the fall edition on my desk. I've got the spring recruiting edition on here. Also, it is heavy magazine season, I know, for you. How much has this shutdown or whatever kind of changed the way a magazine goes to press? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because on one hand, um, we're largely untouched by it because uh, the magazine is kind of decentralized. Uh, It's a lot of different outstanding people working on different things. When you have a 400-page magazine, there's not one person who does you know, all of it. It's a lot. It's a lot of pe- a lot of people doing pieces uh, to, that then put together. So, in in one respect, it hasn't changed as far as the the process of putting together the magazine is concerned. Um, it, it's made things a little bit. Um, it's just kind of added an extra step to everything. What I mean by that is, so we uh, for for those who don't know, the way that we cover the high schools in the magazine is we send a questionnaire to every coach in the state. That's when we get a lot of the nitty gritty information. Tell me who's your st- top player and what's his height, weight, and 40. And um, you know, how many, how many lettermen are you returning? Things like that. And we like to follow up and get more information from them, but that gives us a lot of the, the real bare bones stuff. So we have to get questionnaires back from every coach in the state. There's more than 1400 of them. And w- it's just been because coaches are now uh, maybe out of rhythm right now. It's been on, in some respects, easier to get a hold of them, but on the, on other respect, they are less connected to technology. They're doing a lot more things. They're being dads uh, at home. You know, they're being husbands at home. Uh, they're being, you know, kind of homemakers uh, and also trying to juggle those things. So there's that. And then there's also, of course, half the magazine's college football too. And we are starting to navigate those waters as far as access is concerned for players. Um, you know, we are, we're, we're pretty confident that we're going to be able to get coaches on the phone. I know I've, I've talked with um, a couple of coaches. I'm, I'm writing the Prairie View A&M and the Texas Southern previews this year for the magazine because I like to party and the, uh, but I've, you know, I've already gotten, uh, you know, uh, uh, th- those coaches on the phone. I've gotten coach McKinney from Texas Southern and I've gotten uh, coach Dooley from, from Prairie View A&M on the phone, which is quicker than we normally would. But I also know that it's probably going to be tougher with a team like uh, TCU or a team like, uh, you know, uh, Houston, that you can't just show up at their practice and say, I'm going to get him, 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 and him. Instead, it's going to be extra steps. And so, look, right now, we're on schedule. We're on pace. You do not need to worry. The 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football sounds like it will be, uh, as of right now, today's March 30th, it will be fine. We are going to be, we're going to put out the summer magazine on schedule as planned. Uh, be a couple of hiccups and hopefully nobody will ever notice that, that, that we had to go through this. That's my, that's my ultimate goal. Have you guys uh, back in, I guess, January, maybe we did the, uh, the DFW clinic together, you and I, and we, uh, we, we spitballed. I was helping you spitball some ideas for the cover. How close are we to a cover decision? Uh, the cover decision has been made. Okay. Um, the cover decision has been made. Uh, what's interesting, and I'll pull back the front a little bit, we have a photo shoot schedule with the cover subject. Uh, that is coming up this, uh, in well, it's March, so in, in April, we have it scheduled. Um, we will see if we're able to do that. That is something that, you know, we're navigating. We have some contingency plans in place if we're not able to, to get together and do a, a photo shoot. Um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out from there. 
but yeah, the, the cover decision has been made. Um, and, uh, you know, we're excited about it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really, really cool. And, and we're excited about it. Uh, hopefully we're able to do a, a great photo shoot with a cover subject or cover subjects. Ooh. And, uh, I have to keep, I have to keep the, the illusion of the intrigue. Like, what could yeah. be, uh, the intrigue, or maybe it's just a, um, a blank cover. Maybe we just start with page one. I always, I always think about that. I'm like, man, what if we just didn't have a cover? It's just like, open to the table like it's like you're sitting you're walking through heb and you just see table of contents that'd be that'd be a, that'd be a power move no we a, will have a cover uh by hook or crook we're gonna get a cover that's a bold strategy i'm gonna throw you a, a plug uh it is uh dctf or no te- i'm sorry texasfootball.com slash insider uh hmm, yes that is so that is one thing i'm glad you brought that up um so that's our subscription package you get two magazines and a bunch of online content at texasfootball.com uh, but here's what I think is the big hook. We don't know when this thing is going to end, but we do know that the mail still works. And so basically the only way that right now on March 30th, I can guarantee that you'll get the magazine is if you subscribe. That's the only way because like, you know, it gets mailed directly from, from the printer to subscribers. Uh, and by the way, subscribers do get it before it hits newsstands. So um, that's the only way I can guarantee it. Hopefully things will be fine. You'll be able to run to your store and grab it uh, and stuff like that, like normal. And however you get it, I don't care. Just go get it. But if you, if you want to guarantee it and you want to get it early, uh, the, the subscription is, is the way to go. Plus you could get the Tep and Step podcast, which for, if you're a dork like I am and, and you guys are, it is very much worth it. I can't tell you how many long drives to games it has got me through how many times through the grocery store uh, I've listened to a Tep and Step podcast. And uh, I will also say the podcast with the greatest intro music I've ever heard. Well, that's very nice. That's very kind. Um, we, um, when we kind of put together that podcast, for those who don't know, it's myself and, and Matt Stepp, our, our high school football insider, who is a, a football robot sent from the future. Um, we just get together and we just nerd out on high school football. I'm just, you know, we just let it rip and, and we don't really, we don't really have a time like that we're aiming for, but generally speaking, they will end up being about an hour. Um, but then that's, that's just like a standard episode. There were some episodes, I think like, if you go back to like our semifinal preview, like the state semifinals, um, I think we went for like almost two hours of just like nerding out on every game because that's, that's what we do. And, and it was kind of what, you know, the, the, con, the conceit of the podcast was let's just get these two nerds in a room and just talk. And, and because there are, there's a lot of people out there who are interested in that. And it's, you know, the response has been great. It's been, it's been fun to do. And, and, and like I said, like the, the insights that step has and, and the connections that he has just blow me away. And like, for example, like this morning he was, he co-broke, the story about Rodney Webb getting the job at Denton Geyer, which is a big, big coaching change. He co-broke that. And then like an hour later, he broke, it was like, Hey, by the way, Merkel's going to have a new coach in 2020. <laughs> it's like, okay, those are, those are two high schools. And you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that you're dealing with when you're dealing with stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to get into to talking about Matt step. You work with two, um, what I would call absolute legends. Um, in, in their respective fields. And one of them, Matt Stepp, I know really well. Um, I would actually say both are machines. 
Uh, the other is Craig Way. Like the the knowledge, I tuned into your uh, your happy hour a couple of weeks ago just to listen to Craig Way, and you like you have a certain skill for this, but Craig's has it like ten times more of like just being able to recall some random game in 1993 that he was at and the, like the exact details and who made the shot when like Nolan Richardson was kicked out or or, or no who, who yeah. was it Dave, Dave South was run out of, of the game or whatever. <laughs> and, and what is it like to? I mean, for a lot of people, my listener base obviously they listen to Craig Way on a, on a weekly basis during the football season basketball season um you know what's it like to work with with a, a legend like that I mean it's 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 a dream I mean Craig is Craig is like um what what I appreciate about Craig is that Craig is so genuine in passion for for high school football like this is not a gig and look I I've long said I do not begrudge people getting paid to cover sports plain and simple if you get it paid that's the end goal. Do it. But what what really what I really appreciate is is and I think you've been around the game long enough too that you can tell there the people who are in it for a paycheck and the people who are in it because they love it. Mm-hmm. And 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 Craig's a junkie. Like that's the thing about him is that he is just he has a problem. And but but it, it's it's like the thing that he he loves the most is is he he just loves high school football. He loves the pageantry. He loves just everything that it's about uh, in the same way that I think that draws a lot of people to it. And, and so to work with him, like I'm learning something every day when I, when I, when I work with him, like, like he'll tell me a story that's just like way out there about some championship game he called in 1989 that, you know, that, that for, for the Texas state networks that, that nobody listened to. And, but he tells you all about the highways he had to go to, to get there. And it's just, it's, it's like a, it's, he's an encyclopedia and he, he knows everything about, about, high school football in the state of Texas. And, and what drives it is that passion that um, he doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to blow up his spot on, on, on finances, but I bet if he quit doing high school football, he'd be fine financially. Right. He probably doesn't need the money. It doesn't pay you that good, but he does it because he loves it. And that's, that's what I, that's what I love most about Craig and, and working with him and working with everybody at Fox. Like that's, that's been such a blessing for me because again, uh, everyone there is so passionate about it between the people that I work with on the air, whether it's Aaron Hardigan or, or coach Ken Purcell or CT Steckler or Rick Renner, who's a crazy person uh, or Craig, like on the air or all the producers behind the scene, like everyone's really super passionate about it. And that's all that I've ever really asked is let's like be in it, like be into it. And, and everybody that I work with is, and that's, that's what's, that's what makes it such a joy that's, that's covered. It's that it's infectious whenever you, you get that. That's probably a, bad word to use these days but it's 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 about passion and not not terrible thing yeah absolutely i think um i guess how did like so with the fox thing when it came about did was that something again was that something you were looking to get into tv or was that an opportunity that kind of just fell in your lap uh i have a degree um from the university of missouri the missouri school of journalism uh in it's a good 2008 one. It's good school well thanks um <laughs> i gave them some money and they gave me a piece of paper uh they uh uh, in newspaper journalism in 2008, what kind of idiot am I? 2008, <laughs> uh, I had no interest in broadcast, none. Um, in fact, I didn't want to do it. Uh, and in 2013, um, I was still the associate editor. This was in July, still the associate editor of the magazine. We had a partnership with Fox to produce fo- what's what's now known as Football Friday. Um, and it was a four-hour live on-location show, and it was hosted by our managing editor, my boss. Well, my boss takes another gig in July 
And I get deer in headlights looks like, okay, well, A, I'm probably going to become the managing editor of the magazine. That in and of itself is huge. And then B, by the way, uh, we're going to need you, a guy who's basically never done television outside of like one guest spot on like the high school sports special once. We're going to need you to co-host a four-hour live statewide TV show. Go get them. And I, I just, you know, it's one of those things that like, it's either that or like the company folds. Not really, but like, you know, it's, it's either that or like, we don't know. So it's like, you're just going to do it. And, and so I did it and, and I've grown to love it. it I'll be honest in the, in the early going, it was like, man, this is, I don't know if this is who I am. I don't know if, uh, if I, if I, if I want to do this, but in the end it, it worked out great. And, and, and I've, I've loved working with Fox and it's, it's been, it's been really cool. You know, my role there has expanded a little bit because they've, uh, you know, made even more of an investment in, in high school football. And, and that's, that's what, that's, it's been super fun for me. And, and now I never imagined I'd be doing broadcast. And now, you know, I, I do five hours of live TV every Friday night. And you get to anchor the state titles uh, games, which is probably the coolest job in the world. I get in for free and I get to do pre half and post for state championship games. That's the dream, right? It's, it's like, you know, I'm going to be careful about what I'm going to say because I was going to say they didn't even have to pay me, but I want to be very clear to any Fox people. You do have to pay me. I want to be clear, please pay me. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's like the, 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 the gift is the job. Like that's the, the great thing about it is that I get to go there and watch the best high school football in America played on the biggest stage with the highest stakes. And then, and then people turn to me and say, Hey, what'd you think? that's so cool. It's like, you know, there's, there's nothing better. And that, that week, and I know you do it too, where you go out there for, for all four days, it's a grind. And at the end, at the end, you're exhausted and you're like, man, I could probably take a break from high school football for a minute, but like, it is such an event. And if there's anybody who's listening, who has never been to the UIL state championship games at AT AT&T stadium, like that is, I don't care if you're not a high school football fan. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care if you're not a sports fan, although I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you're not a sports fan, this, it's a, if you're just a fan of spectacles, right? You know, I was watching WrestleMania last night, WrestleMania 32. It was on ESPN because of, you know, sure. It was the one in Arlington. And I'm not a wrestling guy. I was like everybody well, in, in the late 90s. I was a WCW guy. Oh. But I watched. I watched WrestleMania because of the spectacle. It's the same idea. Is right. The state championship games are such a spectacle that you owe it to yourself to go out there and experience it because there's, there's really, there's literally is a singular sports experience. Last night I tuned in on YouTube for the premiere of Texarkana Game Day's Heart and Soul. And, I need uh, to see that. It's, it's really, it's actually really well done. Um, I got to say I've done four Texarkana game day pregame shows. Didn't make it into the documentary somehow, but that's, that's not, we're not holding grudges. I mean, uh, that's a, obviously that was like a really cool story. That's a special team, special coach, that type of thing. And I think, uh, for anybody, that's just like one example of what you might see. Like it, even when you get to the small school level, six, this is my first year, like coming to a six man game. Um, that was pretty neat. Seeing Hamlin, like that was cool. Their 400 pound tight end who also played running back and defensive tackle or whatever. Like it's just, there's so much to see there. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And a couple of years ago, after the Duncanville North Shore game, you said it in a way that 
like on TV in a way that I was like, yes, that's what I've been trying to tell people. And I couldn't put into words, but it was basically like, this is the greatest sporting event on earth. It is. And, and that's, you know, uh, that, that little piece went viral. And I, I, you know, I'm, I, I fear the teams. I never want to be memed. Like that's my number one goal. My number one fear in life is, is getting memed. And it's good to tell everybody your fears on a podcast, but the, um, but that was, that was one thing is like, that was just, you, you, you just witness one of the greatest sports finishes ever. Right. And, and, and then they, they put a camera on you and they say, Hey, put that into words. And all it was was just shooting from the hip. I'm just saying like, look, like if you're not into this, like I can't help you. Like if you watch that and you're like, this isn't for me, then that's like, okay, fine. We can shake hands and go our separate way because it's just not going to get any better than that. And, and, and again, if you're just, if you're just a fan of spectacles, if you're just a fan of, of sports in general, like this, there is, there's really nothing like it. And that's the, the, the thing about Texas high school football is there is such passion in it, not just from the players and the coaches, but the fans and the communities. And it just means so much. And um, that's, that's what's cool. And that's, that's what makes these stories not only compelling, but worth telling. Like um, if, if nobody was interested in it, it wouldn't make it worth telling. Uh, and, and because there is this, this kind of deep seated, um, you know, desire to see your community succeed, that's, that's, I mean, that's where it's all at, man. And that's, that's what, like, when I was thinking about that, the more I think about that Duncanville North Shore Hail Mary finish, um, like what I think about is like, think about being from Galena Park, right. And, and, and that happens and, and the, the, uh, the emotions that you have, I'm a neutral party. I honestly, I don't actually care who wins high school football games. I know that there's people Lies. who think that that's that's not true. I promise you, I don't. I, the 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 every, you know, I get to keep my job either way. But the like, I think about that, and I think about man, the the elation that they must be feeling for their community to to, to have that moment. That's just that's special, and it's it's you know, as excited as people get when the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl, it's nothing like when your local high school team wins the state championship it's just it's just different yeah i was thinking about uh, we've got about what five ten minutes here before you got to get out and go, go to your mediocre uh, internet show um as you call it uh that's not an insult by me that's what greg calls it so uh i i want to talk about a little bit about I, i've been asking people you know wh- who's the best players you've seen and, and you i want to focus something different what's the best games you've seen because when you when you kind of talk about how it affects your community i think about your employer, Fox Sports Southwest, has been playing some classic state title games, which is great for the DVR because I've been loading them up and watching them. I think back to Ennis Cedar Park, where one of my best friends had, in his mm-hmm. first year coaching was on staff at Ennis. And uh, we went to that game to support him. And his dad had worked has worked 40 years in the profession and never got farther than the regional final. And his son in his first year goes out and win, <laughs> wins in that fashion. Yeah. Uh, you know, the way that that and, – and then, by the way, moved to Kennedale and two years later went back to state to get beat by Carthage. So he's kind of blessed as far as making state games. But, uh, you know, I was thinking about the, the greatest games I've seen. And, I, man, I feel like four of the five are probably at AT&T and are probably state title games. I mean, I think Duncanville North Shore, I, I called it the greatest game I've seen of football at any level. And 
I was worried about being memed and worried about the, the hyperbole. And then I saw what you said and I was like, okay, somebody's kind of with me here. Um, Duncanville North Shore, Highland Park Manville, uh, Cedar Park Ennis. I think that uh, for me, one of my favorites was a regional final between uh, uh, Cedar Hill DeSoto a couple years ago. Uh, you know, what stands out to you among your, your favorite games? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, first caveat, which is that, um, you know, I really started covering high school football, you know, for a living in 2011 when I joined the Dave Campbell staff. So it's all going to be from the last 10 years. Um, and then furthermore, I don't get to go because I'm chained to the desk at Fox on Friday nights. I'm not out there on Friday nights very often. So a lot of these are going to be things that I've watched replays of and things like that. Um, one of my all-time favorite games remains 2013 for a division. It might have been three at that time. Um, Argyle and Fairfield. Uh, and that was um, Ian Sadler for Argyle and Larry Rose III for Fairfield just for 48 minutes throwing haymakers at one another just big play after big play after big play and there's a, a moment there in the end where larry rose is breaking for a what would be a go-ahead touchdown and you just you literally see him run out of gas he's just like because it's like his 40th carry of the game and he's in the clear and he just like starts slugging he gets caught from behind they don't score and argyle wins and it's like an unbelievable game of like individual superstars uh i, I love that game um, you know, the ones you mentioned, obviously, North Shore, Duncanville. The thing about that North Shore, Duncanville game that, that I, I will tell anybody who will listen, if that Hail Mary sails into the second row or does what every other Hail Mary ever does, which is like fall incomplete or, or be out of bounds, something like that, that's still an unbelievable game. Right. It's, it, it was a great – like, that's why whenever people bring up that Plano East John Tyler game, uh, that's why I kind of fight back against that because it's like, that's a great finish. But the most of that game was just John Tyler kicking the dog in a Plano East. Like that's most of the game. Unbelievable finish. But you know, things are, you know, crazy. I would also say uh, another game that would fall on that that I think is really under the radar was this past year, there was a regional semifinal, regional final between uh, Refurio and Shiner. That was a crazy game back and forth all the way between what I think were the two best teams in the state in 2A Division I. Um, and it ends in, in just improbable fashion. Um, that one springs to mind. And, uh, yeah, you know, I would even go back to – and it's, it's, it's not for everybody, but if you go back to 2015 in, uh, at Energy Stadium, the state championship game uh, between uh, Westlake and North Shore, I believe that was Sam Ellinger, um, his junior year, yeah. um, where North Shore that goes to overtime, and and North Shore ends up uh, pulling out an unbelievable win. Uh, it's it's a low scoring slugfest, so if you're if you're into pointsy games, it's not for you. But I really enjoyed the chess match between two really really good coaches and John Kane, Todd Dodge, uh, and two really really outstanding defenses just just playing at the top of their game. That was th those are games that immediately kind of spring to mind as as, as some of my favorites. Caleb Von Chason was on that North Shore team too. <laughs> That, and that's, he was eating people. <laughs> that's what uh, is was so good about the Duncanville North Shore game was the star power on the field, and the fact that all the stars delivered. Um, that's exactly it. That's exactly uh, it. Is is how often do we? And I, I I use we as the media, sports media. How often do we talk up a game, and then it it like to be so hyped up, and then it, and then because it's so hyped up, even a good game falls short. Like that happens a lot. 
here was a game that's one of the most hyped games of the year and it exceeded it. That's, that's what's so rare about it is that everyone came to play. Everyone played unbelievable. Uh, and, and, you know, and it had that fantastic finish. That's why that game really had it all. The funniest thing was I remember the game before that could also be argued, you know, uh, Longview yes. winning a state title after whatever, what, 90 years or something? 81. 81 years um, over in a great game against Beaumont Westbrook, uh, which Haynes King was fantastic. I remember turning to somebody in the press box going, I hope that the end of the, like the nightcap is as good as that one because I'd hate to go That's- out on a bad note. You know, that game gets that game gets lost. That game gets lost because of what happened at next. But that game was almost any other year. That would be the game. That would be the game of the year Mm -hmm. Uh, because an unbelievable game, a a, a furious rally from Longview, uh, a wild ass crowd. Just oh, my gosh. Um, That was I maintain that the the loudest I've ever heard that building um was when Longview pounced on that fumble uh that basically sealed it they would didn't just have to run out the clock that's the loudest I've ever heard that building it was just deafening in there and it's you know that was that was again uh you know for a Westbrook team that was big underdogs and and then going up against this Longview juggernaut that's trying to trying to snap a streak that that game had it all too and, and you're right that's a game that that uh, sadly, gets overlooked because of because of what happened next. All right, so we're going to get out of here in just a second, so you can get on to your your duties. I appreciate you joining me. I got to ask you what I'm asking everybody. Um, and I heard you say on a happy hour TF today, I think that you're not you're not doing a lot of binge watching. But what are you doing to get through the quarantine? Uh, I have a 16 month old, so keeping him from drinking bleach. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I mean, I'm working on the magazine. The good thing is that like I have a lot to do. Like I have a lot to do and I can work it, do it from home. So I, I, I get to stay busy. Uh, but what I'm currently, I'm, I'm catching up on Better Call Saul. And uh, I am a Breaking Bad guy. Uh, so I liked Breaking Bad a lot. And <laughs> that I makes think me think Bre- of our think- mutual friend, uh, Jake Kemp and his, his yeah, uh, Twitter. He some takes. <laughs> um, I, I'm almost ready to say Better Call Saul better, man. It's so good. It's wow. so good. Uh, and I, I have big doubts about that game or about that show. Um, I love, you know, I, 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 I love uh, the, the, the Saul character. Um, I love, you know, what they were able to do with it in, in spots on Breaking Bad. But I'll tell you that, man, I'm, I'm in the season four now. And there are, I'll just say that you can tell it's by the guy who did Breaking Bad because it's so meticulously put together and well put together and really, really good. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm currently binging on. And then I'm halfway through Tiger King. No spoilers. Okay. Um, we might have to figure out maybe coming back together or maybe doing it on your end once you get through Tiger King. Cause I have <laughs> so many, th- me, my wife and I did all every episode on Saturday, just sat down for like seven hours, watched it. It was, it captured us in a way that nothing has in a while. I can send my kid over to your house if you're looking for something to do, man. Yeah, see, we don't have kids, so we we are binge watching a lot. Uh, we did Love Is Blind on Netflix too, which is trashy TV, but it is incredibly entertaining. We we made it halfway through that, and then I was like, and now it's just like to the point where they're like leaving the resort, and I'm like, I'm just not interested. <laughs> you know, I know, yeah, so. I got you. All right, well, that's gonna do it for us. I'm gonna let you get on to your to your other stuff, Greg. I appreciate you taking the time to join me today, uh, and, and thanks for coming by. Absolutely, my man. Thank you.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.